Hello, friends. Welcome back to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain. Great to have you with me again today. Love, 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 love spending this time together with us on our little podcast here designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming those everyday challenges that we face in life. Hey, today is episode 104. And I love that we're going to be together for the next several minutes talking about leadership. And uh, just hopefully today's podcast will add some wonderful value to your life and to your leadership journey. If you want to know more about me, you can check out LanceBain.com. There are a number of resources available there for you. You can also click the podcast link on the homepage. Then look for the Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives icon. Click that, and it will drop you down into places on the site where you can stream the podcast, you can share the podcast, as well as you can get a copy of today's handwritten show notes. So, so glad you're with me. Hey, wanted to let you know that I'll be doing a podcast today, this week, and a podcast uh, next week we'll be releasing on Monday November 30th, and then I will be taking the month of December off from our little podcast, a chance for me to spend some extra time with my family and just to sort of recalibrate my own heart, my own mind for our leadership podcast, and we'll pick it back up in January of 2021. Hard to believe, 2021. So stay with me. Hopefully you'll be back, but I wanted to let you know that if you don't see any podcasts released In December, it's because I will be taking, I believe, a much-needed break. But we're here together today, and today I want to talk about the joyful leader, the joyful leader. You know, joy this time of year is one of the most frequently used words that that we hear. Christmas tunes are going to be coming up soon, and you're going to hear a lot of joy in that. Christmas decorations are already flooding the retail spaces, the online spaces, and so you see lots of joy here and joy there, and and it's a great time to be joyful. I mean, we've got COVID, we've got lots of situations going on that are worthy of lament and worthy of moments of grief and grieving, but I also want you to know that joy and hope may not have the word today but they need to have the last word in the story. Joy is such a frequently used word this time of year, and I want to talk about that today and what that means for the leader. Joy is just so powerful, and I'm not one, if I were to, you know, when I got to think about my own life, I'm not one that I I think is naturally joyful. You know, I have to work hard at at being joyful and, and soliciting joy, and so those are the things We're going to talk about today in The Joyful Leader. So, as I said, um, joy is not something that I have a tendency to, to sort of default into. When I think about my, my family history, I can look back and see a lot of negativity in my life growing up, a lot of reasons for negativity, but I want to choose joy. I, I like feeling joyful. I like feeling happy. And I know there's sort of a distinction uh, between joy and happy, but I, <laughs> that's just a better way to live, isn't it? 
I mean, to live with a smile on your face and and to have that sense of joy even in, in difficulty. And I want you to know that joy for the leader, for anyone really, but particularly we're talking about leadership, joy for the leader is always, it's available because someone is greater at work. Someone is greater at work. For me as a person of faith, no matter the situation I'm in or, or what I'm looking at. And again, I don't want you to hear joy or lamenting, joy or grieving, joy or sadness. A lot of times these coexist together. But I'm talking about a joy that is pervasive and present. It's a deep underlying current. Uh, you, the, the surface of your of the waters of your soul may be f- filled with sadness or uncertainty or anxiety. I'm really wanting to advocate for us today as leaders that there can be a deeper, calming, and uh, a powerful effect of joy. And joy is available because as a person of faith, I believe that Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, is always at work in our lives. He's always at work in our lives. And he talks about joy. Um, Jesus teaches us about joy. He teaches us about how joy comes with answered prayer. He talks about how even though difficulty comes, we we can find joy. We can be joyful. <laughs> I just think, about, you know, as I'm talking, I'm thinking about that Christmas song we hear every year, Joy to the World, the Lord has come. That the arrival of Jesus as the Savior of the world, reconciling men back to God that produces a joy. Joy is available because someone greater than our circumstances, greater than the situations we face as leaders, is at work. And a joy is defined as a, a feeling of great pleasure and, and happiness. And I find that, that joy is often a result of beliefs and convictions and, and decisions that I make. So I want to share with you three facts about joy, three facts about joy that will help us as the joyful leader. Now, number one, number one fact, first fact, is that joy is always available. Now, I said joy is available because someone greater is at work, and that's true. But I want you to think about joy as something that you can access, something you can step into something that is always, always available. And that's the emphasis that I want to give us today. Always available. Always, friends. <laughs> that means there's not a moment at which joy is not available. Now, you know, I'm thinking about there are moments in our lives when joy is not always the proper choice. When my mom died, that, that moment that she breathed her last, no, joy wasn't joy joy wasn't joy wasn't the first choice. When my when my dad died suddenly, joy was not the first choice. When my friends are facing diagnoses of disease or um, death of a loved one, joy is not always the first choice. Joy is always available. But it's not always the first choice. And I'm wanting us to recognize that joy is always available, even when it's not the best choice. And it's always available for two reasons. Again, as a person of faith, I want the teachings of Jesus and the writings of the Bible to really influence my worldview, want a biblical worldview. And in the book of Galatians, chapter 5, the author of that letter, Paul, 
talks about how the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, meekness, etc., etc. Joy is one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So what does that mean, fruit of the Holy Spirit? Well, as we have a relationship with Jesus, according to John's letter, the 15th chapter, that when we abide in God and God abides in us and His Word abides in us and we have this common union relationship with God, it says that we will will produce fruit and fruit that remains. Some will describe that fruit then, according to Galatians chapter 5, as the fruit of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit at work in our lives inside of an agricultural metaphor then should be producing joy. Our lives should be producing joy. Friends, I just want you to ask yourself, do you believe that joy is available? That joy is hanging on the vine, waiting to be picked for that moment that you need it? No, you may not need it today. You may not need it tomorrow. Joy, picking joy fruit may not be the proper response. But is it there? Is it available for you? Joy, my uh, conviction is that it's always available. Romans 14, 17 says that the kingdom of God is found in the Holy Spirit. And then it tells us three attributes of that kingdom, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And so joy is found inside this relationship with the Holy Spirit. So as a person of faith, well, a lot of my leadership and, and maybe your leadership is tactical and logistical. It's full of tasks and meetings and delegation. There needs to be an underlying measure of joy that supports the work we're doing, that we're giving ourselves to a purpose greater than our own lives. Friends, joy is always available, and it's the, it's the fruit of relationships. And because joy is always available, we're not boxed in or limited We have options. You can choose joy because it's always available. Fact number two about the joyful leader is while joy is always available, joy is a choice. (laughs) It's a choice. Choosing joy doesn't ignore negative situations. If anything, choosing joy is a revolutionary act against negative situations. <laughs> choosing joy is an act against negative situations. I'd like to share a story with you. I moved to New England in the fall of 2013. I started leading the wonderful church family that my wife and I still have the privilege of calling our family. We still have the privilege of leading this beautiful congregation, very diverse congregation, sweet, loving, passionate, powerful congregation. Well, in 2013, our church was running in the red on cash flow, and in 2014, we ended the year in cash flow negative. And 2015, we were almost cash flow negative. I think we were a little bit to the positive. And those were very difficult days, the end of 2013, the end of 2014. And there were many reasons why they were difficult days. One of them is that on Monday, after our Sunday church, we count the collection, the financial collection. 
and it just seemed that every week was never enough. It was never enough for what we wanted to do and what we sensed that the Lord had for us. It just wasn't enough. And we were running in the red. And I got to where the Monday email, just the sight of it in my inbox, provoked nausea and anxiety and fear. The sense of failure and, and doom was always very present for me. And, and I just one day just made a choice to say, I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't, I don't want my Mondays to feel like this anymore. And, and so I made a choice for gratitude and, and I made a choice for joy. I chose joy because joy is a choice for, for whatever we're articulating that joy is something that is grown in our lives through relationships, primarily with God and relationships with other people. The joy is no different than walking into my local grocery store. There's there's all kinds of things that have been grown, but if I don't choose it and put it in my basket, it's not mine. I don't have access to it. And, and, and so joy is always available, but joy has to be a choice. And choosing joy doesn't mean that difficult things aren't present. It doesn't mean that I'm ignoring negative things. Look, as a leader, you can't ignore those things. The very problems that, that are demanding your attention are the reason you should choose joy. You can choose joy because it's connected to hope. You know things are going to work out, not just some magical fairy dust falls on the problems that you're facing. and Poof, they're all better. It's that you can choose joy because you know hard work makes a difference. You can choose joy because you know a good leader knows how to rally a team. You can choose joy because you know as a person of faith that God is at work. Choosing joy is really a way in which we steward vision. It's how we steward a picture of the preferred future. I love being around joyful leaders. I do. And I like, is it just utopian? I mean, are, are you rooted at all in reality? And the fact that most of the leaders I know very much have their feet planted in reality and at the same time make the revolutionary decision for joy that is so attractive and so compelling. And I want to learn how they do it because I want that joy that we choose to really provide something for us that allows us to make things better. Leaders make things better. Leaders make people better. We add value to people's lives. And joy is one of those great ways, those great facts and in, in, in methods on how we can make other people's lives better. So look for reasons to choose joy this week. Would you do that? You know, you listen to this podcast, would you would you would you look for some reasons to choose choose joy? Big reasons and small reasons. There's probably a dozen overlooked reasons last week if you go back and think about it where you could have chosen joy and you didn't. I didn't. But let's do better this week, all right? So, fact number 3 for the joyful leader is joy has a positive influence. Joy has a positive influence. Well, let's just recap. Joy is always available. Are you going to choose it or not? And I'm suggesting that you choose joy as a leader and make that choice as a revolutionary act in the face of difficult situations, uncertain situations. And the result of that choice is a positive effect. It's a positive influence. 
joy has a positive influence. Just Google or do a search on the web for maybe this phrase, joy's effect on the physical body. You'll find that joy is good for the brain. It's good for the circulatory system. It's good for the immune system. It's good for the heart. Choosing joy and happiness, it's good for your body. It has a positive effect on your body. Solomon captured this wisdom thousands of years ago when he wrote in Proverbs, laughter is like medicine. Well, we laugh when we're happy. We laugh when something's funny. We laugh when we're in good moods and it's joyful. Beloved friends, joy has a positive influence. And one place where it has a positive influence is on your body. The second place it has a positive influence is in the emotions. Isn't life better when you're happy? Don't you find your relationships to be much more enjoyable when you're in a good mood, when you're choosing joy? And people look at you and say, how can you choose joy? Why can you be so happy? Your sales are down 10% or the big deal that you're wanting, the contract got canceled or those volunteers that you need didn't show up or the government is shutting down again because of COVID or, 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 or you fill in the blanks. That's why joy is such a powerful choice, and it has such a great effect on the body and has such a great effect upon the emotions. Do another search engine. Joy's effect on our emotions, on the soul. It has a great effect upon us, friends, and it's just a much better way to live. Can I remind you of what I said about 15 minutes ago? Joy is not denying negative circumstances. Joy is a revolutionary choice in the face of those negative circumstances. And it's good for us. And the third area for this fact, the application of this fact that joy has a positive influence is our attitude. It's our attitude. You know, there's a famous verse I love from Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10 in the Old Testament. And it says that the joy of the Lord is your strength. Now, this was said by a leader who was helping a city rebuild itself in the face of great opposition and accusation. Boy, what in, what kind of leader is needed in that moment, right? When you're facing opposition and accusation. And rather than attacking back or slandering or writing gossip articles or et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, what this wonderful leader says, hey, let's remember this. The joy of God is our strength. The joy of God is what will strengthen our emotions. It will strengthen our attitude. It will strengthen our resolve to get this project done. Friends, joy has a positive influence on the body, on the emotions, and on the attitude. And I love John Maxwell's famous quote, attitude determines altitude. And if you want something more culturally relevant, you can watch from Remember the Titans when one young black football player says to the other white football player who is the team captain, attitude reflects leadership attitude reflects leadership. So friends, be a joyful leader this week. Begin to practice joy. It's You're going to hear a lot about it this time of year, and it's available because someone greater is at work. Joy is always available. Joy is a choice, and joy has a positive influence. I love you guys. We'll be with you one more week. We'll be taking December off. Thank you for spending this time with me today, friends. I really do enjoy putting this podcast together with the hope that it would add value to your life. Hey, I love you guys, and I'll see you and talk to you next week.